Good morning, everyone. Let's start with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for waking us up, letting us see another day. Father God, thank you for carrying us through Monday. Thank you for letting us have a good day. Father God, even if our day was rough, we still thank you and praise you. Father God, we thank you for working out situations. We ask as we partake in your word, whether we're hearing it or reading it, we ask you to bless the ones that are doing both. We ask you to give us understanding. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, let's get started. Luke 12 and 30. For the pagan will run runs after all such things, and your father knows that you need them. Luke 12 and 30. Topic. I have a guaranteed warning. Warranty. Affirmations. So I'm going to say it. I'm going to pause for you to say it behind me. I am seeking the kingdom. I have a peace of mind. I'm not a pagan. I'm a child of God. Every day we get up. We either go to school or, or work or do something. Sometimes our days turn out to be longer than what we expected, or we do more in our day than what we care to do. But whatever we do, everyone has a goal. They are trying to achieve, whether it's his will of God or their own, but whatever it is, we are running behind it. The more we run after the things we want, we become fixated on them, or we become more eager to finish whatever projects we are on. God knows what's on our mind. God knows what our mind is on. And he knows what we are after. But what are you indeed after in life? Is it money, more time to do other things later in the day? Or is it a better career? What is it? Every day I wake up, my biggest goal for the day is to do something different than what I did yesterday. Meaning if I did, if I needed to be more kinder, I would try to do that. If, if it's to read the word more I, or pray more, I do those things. Whatever I can do to please God, that is my goal. That's my aim. Nothing else, nothing more, because anything else I need to do, God will show me and help me. The verse today says this, for the pagan runs after all such things. And your father knows that you need them. The pagan are people that don't know God. They don't try to know him or do they care to know him. He says that they run after all such things. The verse before this, he says this, and do not set your heart on what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about it. If, if someone is of the world, that's all they worry about is things and not him. Not being more committed to their life with him, but on a career, food, clothes, sex, drugs, etc. They are more worried about what what they are more worried about that than anything. Jesus tells them, don't be like the pagans. He says, we don't need to worry about what happens with anything. We don't have to focus on those things. We can't allow those things to consume us or consume who we are. We all have had times when something would happen and our mind becomes numb. And we are fixated on that one situation, our problem. Jesus said, don't, because when we take our focus off Jesus and place it on things that don't matter, we become like the pagans. So what should our mind be on? Since we shouldn't think of things like that. Paul says to let your mind be on things above, not on earth. The things I love about, the thing I love about Jesus is he will tell you not to do something, but replace it with what you should do. He won't ever remove something out from our life without replacing it with something better. Verse 31, but seek his kingdom and these things will be given to you as well. He says here, seek the kingdom, seek him. How many of us wholeheartedly seek things of the kingdom? How many of us look for ways to connect with God? If we all are being transparent, some of us don't do it at all. Some of us wait until we are in need and we get more spiritual, we get more righteous, but that's not what we should do. We should 
always be seeking the kingdom of God. Verse 32, do not be afraid, little flock, for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Don't be afraid. God will give you the kingdom. If you are willing to seek it, if you are willing to seek the kingdom, he will show you how. When we start on our journey to living holy and righteous and seeking the kingdom, he won't leave you. He won't leave me to ourselves to figure it out. No, he will show us, but we must be willing. Verse 33, sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide purses for yourself that would not wear out. A treasure in heaven that would not fail. Where no thief comes, near in no moth destroy. Jesus says to sell your possessions and give everything to the poor. He says, go after the things that are in heaven and on earth when we go after the things that are in heaven. On earth when we buy stuff, we have to buy things with a warranty because something we can buy can break, it can stop working. If we don't have that warranty, the store most likely won't fix it. The things of the spirit, we don't have to worry about breaking or messing up because it comes from the Lord. We have to push, we have to start pursuing the things of the spirit because when we walk in the spirit, we are covered under a bigger and better warranty, which is the Holy Spirit. He will guide us and show us how to walk in him so that we won't gratify the things of the flesh. And no, I'm not saying you won't fall. But what I'm saying is you are more likely to have the desires to please God. So today, if you feel that you're pursuing the things of the world and not heaven, change the narrative by giving your life to God and allowing him to show you how to seek the kingdom. Seeking the kingdom is reading our word, praying, fasting, and meditation. Please don't allow the things of this world to change who you are and what you're called to do because it's so easy to do. Prayer. Heavenly Father. Thank you for everything. Lord, help us to seek you first. Help us to be what you want. Help us to keep our focus on you alone and not on the things on earth. Lord, we want our mind to stay on you. Father, we desire the things of the spirit. Lord, continue to change us, mold us. Lord, we surrender to you right now. Lord, we need more of our presence in our, we need more of your presence in our lives. Lord, lead us through the valley and we will follow. Lord, lead us through our troubles and we will follow. Lord, we thank you for all those things in Jesus' mighty name. So we have a guaranteed warranty. Warranty. I remember buying something from the store one time and I did not purchase a warranty when I went back to explain to them that it stopped working within three days. It was sort of like, we can't help you. Our hands are tied. And the thing that we have to understand about warranties is that they only last for so long. They might last for three years, two years, it depends on what you buy and how long that warranty is placed on that item. But the thing about the things of heaven and from the Lord, they last forever. The joy lasts forever. The, the, the feeling of never being alone, that lasts forever. His presence lasts forever. We don't ever have to worry about chasing him and saying, hey, what happened to the joy you said you promised me? What happened to the promises you said you're going to fulfill? No, because every time we are walking in righteousness, we are doing what we're supposed to do. He will fulfill his promises. He will fill us with joy. He will fill us with peace. We never have to say, well, this only lasted two years or his love only for me only lasted three years. No, his love is finite. He loves us. He cares for us. So we don't have to look for that warranty and keep up with that receipt and go up to him and say, hey, you know, you said this and this then the third and you didn't provide. No, he will always provide for you is another part of this. Um, let me see. Math, I think it's Matthew six. Hold on. 
Okay, Matthew 6 and 28. And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not work, labor or spin. Yet I tell you that even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. He's saying right there, don't worry about anything. You see how the flowers, they just grow. They don't, they don't wither. They don't do nothing. They just be. That's what he wants to be. He wants to just to be in our, he just wants us to be where we are in life. He doesn't want us to worry about clothes or food or career. He wants us to lean on him and not worry about those things. He even said in verse 30, if that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much much clothe you? Of you a little faith? We have to have faith. We have to have faith that we believe that the peace that he said we're going to have, he's going to give us. The the promises that he said he's going to give us, they're, they're going to be fulfilled. We, we shouldn't have to worry about a thing. We don't have to worry about nothing because what we drink, he even said in 31, what we drink, what we eat, what we wear, don't worry. Because when we worry, it's fear sets in. And when fear sets in, that's when the enemy thinks he has us. Because he thinks, okay, she's so full of fear, she's not going to pray. She's so full of uh, worry, she's not going to pray. No, no, my friends. When we give our life to God and we place our hand in his hand, he would take care of you like a good father should. My my dad worked two jobs and um, he wasn't around much. He was not because he was working to provide for us. But I knew when he was home, it was Friday. He bought pizza. He bought ice cream. He spent so much time with us. And he showed that he loved us. Even in the morning before he went to work, he put us on the bus. He might have didn't get me off the bus, but he put me on the bus. He provided a roof over my head, clothes on my back. I was never hungry. I was never out. This is a good father. This is, I didn't have to sit up at night and say, mom, are we going to eat tonight? Mom, you know, I don't have clothes or mom, I need a pencil. No, he provided like a good father. That's how our God is. We don't have to sit up at night and say, what's going to happen to this bill? We say it, God, I need help with this bill and we leave it and he will work out his will. But we have to have faith that if I say I need it, he's going to get it. If I say I need, I, 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 I'm, I'm lacking, he would do it. I told y'all this story before. I remember not being able to sleep. And I said, God, I said, can you help me? Can you help me to sleep? Just like that. When I lay my head on the pillow, I'm out. Every day since that moment, I have been sleeping like a baby. No twisting, no turning, no waking up. No sleep, sleep, sleep. I used to have to chase sleep. I don't have to anymore because I prayed to God and I had faith that he would do it. We have to have the faith to know that he will move mountains just like he parted the Red Sea. He parted the Red Sea. He provided them with manna. He provided them with, with light at night by fire. Who wouldn't want to serve a God like that? Who wouldn't want to serve a God like that? That whatever we need, whatever we ask for in his time, in his will, he will give us that or something better. But we got to learn to have faith. We got to understand that a warranty in a spiritual life is not needed because we have something bigger, which is the Holy Spirit. We have someone there that's always with us, that's always connecting with the Father and saying, hey, Lou needs this. This is what she needs. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to tell you this because that's what she needs. I got to go back. I got to go back to her. Or he will He will tell, tell him, hey, this is what she, she's looking for. She needs this immediately. Can you get it for her? He would do the same for you. This doesn't just work for the elite or people that's been in your Christian walk for 15, 16 years. This is for people, any person, babe, middle, middle ground Christian, elite Christian, 
wherever you want to call yourselves, the pastors, the prophets, the bishops, apostles, whoever you are, all you have to do is have faith. We all have a measure of faith. But do you believe that whatever you ask them for, that you will get? Do you believe that you don't have to be in that pagan main, mindset anymore? When I was in the world, I only worried about money. I worried about getting more money and spending money and being on top of the world and drinking. I was that person. But now that I'm a child of God, I don't have to worry about it. I don't worry about money. I don't worry about food. I don't worry about anything because I know at the end of the day, whatever he has planned for my life and whatever he gives me, he gave me his best. We, we have to worry about that with people. People giving us half. People giving us not what they said they're going to give us. People not showing up when they don't supposed to show up. But God, you never have to worry about it. He might not show up when you want, but he'll be there right on time because he's our own time God. He's our own time God. And we got to stay faithful. We got to stay prayed up. We got to stay meditating and fasting and knowing that he's there through it all. That our situations might look like a storm, but there is peace in the storm. There is peace in the storm. I hope you all enjoy this devotional. And I hope that you understand that we have a bigger warranty. We have a bigger person in our life providing and caring for us. We don't have to worry. If you're worrying, you're not living, leaving it to him. Worrying gets us nowhere but just sick. Worrying gets us nowhere but just up at night. But when we cry out to God, he hears the righteous. He hears us. And he fixes what is broken. But he does it at his own time. Don't get mad if he didn't do it immediately. Don't get mad if he waits two weeks. Be faithful. And know that he's going to give you what you need. When it's the right time. Trust his time, not yours. Hope you all have a great night. Remember that Jesus loves you. And remember that I love you too. And remember that no matter what you did last night, a few weeks ago, two days ago, a minute ago, that all you have to do is make them out confession and say, Jesus, I'm sorry. Please help me. And he will be right there. Have a blessed day.